Hello there and welcome. I don't know what that was. Well, hello <laughs> there and welcome. We're back. It's it's we've done a bloody another one. It's bloody the Babblers Guild episode new. The new episode two. We're back, baby. We've got we've got lots of lots of things to talk about, presumably because this is a podcast and that's what you do. How are you, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> I love that intro, the energy, <laughs> the, the ball's rolling isn't it, we're on two weeks in a row, who'd, who'd have thunk it? Well um, um, I'm just going to let you into a little secret, I'm on my um, second wine of the evening. So. Oh very nice, <laughs> I, I should probably be playing catch up. <laughs> I remember that podcast where I had a few glasses of wine before and I was just like all over the place, so hopefully you can hold it, to be- uh, hold it together. I mean, hopefully, me. hopefully. I mean, as the kids say, um, the wine slaps. That's, that's what I'm saying. Slaps. Say. Absolutely, <laughs> but he slaps. I've, honestly, my, my face is red raw with the slap, slapping of the wine. That's, that's what's going on. Maybe that's why they say it slaps, because it looks like you've been slapped and it makes oh, your cheeks nice and rosy. Nice little bit of rosacea. That's what's going yeah. on. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. I've just, uh, yeah, life's settling down a bit now. After a rather rather turbulent time, so just mm. cracking on with things, enjoying things again, um, playing playing games, watching TV shows, movies, and keeping up with current affairs. I've got a pretty pretty mundane life, to be honest. But <laughs> that's how I like things, uneventful, and just just being a consumer, like I've been conditioned to be by our lovely capitalist system. Oh yeah, um, I mean, you know what? I agree. I love nothing more than just sort of like coming home, having something to eat, and just just doing just the sort of stuff that you like at home. It's great. No hassle, no fuss, can't beat no muss, it. no mess. Yeah, and you, you you used to be able to keep nice and cozy and warm indoors. Now it's just mm. indoors, I suppose. Yeah, thanks, I mean, Liz Trust. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Liz Trust. That's the catchphrase of the show. Yeah. Um, now we actually do right now have the heating on. Purely because um, it's our hour, so we put it on at twenty two seven, and it will turn off at twenty to eight. But that's it; that's the hour, and the house is nice and warm already. So, fingers oh, yeah, we've been a bit colder today, so we've had the heating on for about an hour. Which, yeah, I only took out a small loan for. Just yeah, just a tiny, just a tiny, just a, tiny, few, just, just a small loan of a million dollars. Has it been throwing it down? your end today it has been rather wet and miserable um it's not been horrendous with the rain it has been rainy it's been gray and cold and wet same here it's not been great i went for the um i took the bus option this morning because cycling would have been horrific in the rain um so i went on the little bus and you know what i got there at exactly the same time that i would usually on the bike so you go. <laughs> no there difference you go. and that is exactly why i am lazy I'm all about efficiency. I love being efficient. It's great. If it's going to take the same amount of time, but less effort. Yeah. It's just the cost of the bus ticket. It is. Well, to be fair, uh, at the moment, um, the um, in Manchester, we've just released um, we as I'm as if I'm speaking for the council. Um, just <laughs> re- just just came out. It's called like the Manchester B network. Um, so all public transport is connected via the same network and it's all i think eventually going to be covered in yellow and have bees on it because it's all to do with the manchester bee and everything and basically it's created because everything's like basically the same price now so any single ticket to anywhere doesn't matter how long the journey is two pounds now so it's just really good yeah standard fee charge and if it's a child it's one pound 
Oh, but children yeah. used to travel free once upon a time. Now it's, and then they introduced child tickets. Yeah, I think um, if it's under a certain age, it may still be free. Yeah, usually however, it's like the toddlers and the baby. Yeah, however, it it it's usually a pound now. On the way back from from the old school today, got charged for a child ticket. <laughs> Charge for a child ticket. <laughs> I know. Like, Did you ask for one, or was it just no. that he, he thought you were fifteen or something? I, I think he might have done. I, I got on the bus and I looked at him and I just went, "Single, please." You're gonna have to go into school now when you're teaching and, and do the whole in between sketch because they're all gonna think you're one of them and be like, "I am a man who has recently moved into the local area." <laughs> yes, and I and he said, "Get a big have trench these, coat and these crisps, please." And some beef eater gin. And beef eater <laughs> gin. Honestly, I, I, you know what? I think In Between Us is probably one of the best British comedies probably ever. It's oh, it's just hilarious. I mean, it's 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 a shame that they've they've all kind of agreed, haven't they? They're not going to do anymore because I'm just getting old now as well. I'd love to see them meeting up though, like oh, the, the ten years after like uni or whatever, and doing doing. I'm sure at some stage they'll do some sort of reunion special. I'm sure it will happen. I'm pretty sure it's um, but I don't think any of them look sort of too old to do one where maybe there was it was like set at university and somehow they'd all made it. Yeah, other than maybe Simon Bird, um, who plays Will, but I think that's just because he has a beard now. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? He did well in Friday Night Dinner. Um, he was really good in that. That's another top tier show, Friday Night ah, Dinner. Ah, he was in Friday Night Dinner, wasn't he? He was, yeah. So, have, have you watched much Friday Night Dinner? Um, I've watched bits and bobs of it. It's it's <gasps> one of it's one of the th- I know it's one of the things on the list. I know I know all about the crumble crumble and stuff, but um, <laughs> um Not very good, Jackie. But I it's Friday um, Night Dinner. It's one of the ones where I need to get around to watching it. I've watched, uh, I think I watched it when it, you know, when it first started coming out. Yeah, that's when I first started watching it. But then, just like you know, just like other things and games, <laughs> which sort of yeah. take over everything. So it's one of those things that just never really dropped off. It was good until the end, and then unfortunately, um, you know, a few yeah. members of the cast pass away, and then Paul Ritter, who's phenomenal in everything he's been in. Who played Martin and what what a character Martin is. Um, he is brilliant. He, he he passed away, so that came as a shock to everyone. But I don't. Yeah. I think because the the actors who played the grandparents passed away, and you could do the show without them. It was the the um, grandmother was I think grandma that was it. Grandma was missing from the last series. It was a bit of a shame because she was really funny. Just had no idea what was going on any other time, and just <laughs> loved all the chaos. Um, but you you could not do the show without Martin, uh, without Paul Ritter's character. So that's a shame. But that yeah, that is definitely up there. Friday Night Dinner and In Betweeners are like the best British comedy, not really sitcoms as such, but like comedy shows. I'd say. Um, yeah, I think I think especially In Betweeners because because obviously it was sort of like coming out around the time that we were at school. Yeah, yeah, I'd say towards the end of our schooling, yeah. Yeah, and it was sort of really nicely tied in to how everybody sort of felt at the time, and it was very relatable. And I feel there's nothing really like that for the kids at school now. Because I remember going home, and it was always on a a Thursday on E4 at 9 at night, and I remember on a Friday morning, everyone used to run to school just to talk about it. Um, Obviously, we'd have already talked about it on MSN, but 
MSN. Uh, Honestly, we're, talk, listen- we're talking a foreign language yeah. to all the younger listeners. <laughs> if you listen to this and you don't know what MSN is, you better bloody pull your fingers out, search it up, and just send completely misunderstand. It's basic, yeah, send us a nudge. Send us that, remember that laughing woman who used to appear yeah. on the screen? Or the kissing lips, something like that. If you don't know what it is, imagine WhatsApp, but... It's just on a Microsoft computer. Windows XP. Yeah, Windows XP. And you know what? It was great. And you could add people. And you had like your little name. And you could put like emojis on it. And you had like little taglines. And if anybody had like a girlfriend or like a boyfriend or something, um, that's how it'd be announced. You wouldn't tell anyone. You'd You'd just put put your name on MSN. Put it as your tagline. And it wouldn't be like... So, I don't know, let's say Luke and like Rachel, who I'm with, um, you, I wouldn't put like Luke in a relationship with Rachel. It'd be like Luke and, and then I'd put like love hearts around the word Rachel, or in my caption or comment bit, it'd just have like the word Rachel with two love hearts next to it, and everyone would go, oh, who's Rachel? Nice drama. And then, and then you break up a week later. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. School relationships. And make, so, <laughs> I feel so old talking about all this. And then you'd all I hop do. onto Habbo Hotel or oh, yeah. something like that. And Club or, Penguin. Or, or Club Penguin and try and tip the iceberg. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in, uh, in between this was relatable, wasn't it? Because it was like was. that kind of thing for our age where... It was people at school that thought they were cool and just weren't. And were just trying to like... Find ways that they could steal drinks and and meet girls and stuff, and we're just hopeless at it. And I think we had a lot of relatable TV, so that was like a rather humorous side of it. We also had shows like Skins when we were at school. Oh, I um, love Skins. Which showed like the, the gritty so side good. of being a teenager, and, and you know, be, being a teenager when we were at our age. A lot of people in our generation had a lot of angst as teenagers. I mean, teenagers do in general, but a lot of I don't know, just just hatred towards their parents and things, or or felt that they weren't getting what they needed, and yeah, felt a bit abandoned, I suppose. So yeah, a lot of angst in their pants. That is angst a, um, in their pants. That's, that's brilliant. It is brilliant, and that do you know why it's brilliant? It's um, it's because that's a Sparks song. That's why it's brilliant. Ah, there we go. There yeah. we go. Um, just um, just a quick diverge. Um, so we start. Uh, well, I started the TikTok, didn't I? Started the TikTok. The Tiki Tocky. Uh, the Tiki Tockies. Um, now, if you are listening to this, please hit us up on the old TikTok, the Instagram, and that's about it. <laughs> just those two. Um, I'm going to be just putting a few clips up, aren't I? Like, I put one up about when I had a little rant about Marvel, and we've had a few responses. Um, have we? I've not seen people. them. Yeah, I've a few not responses. Looked. I'm having a slight argument with somebody in the comments. Um, let's have a look. Let's, so, let's go and have a look. Shout out to um, Dylan Makemba, or Machemba. Um, he says, um, same people... So basically, I put up a video about me and my disdain for the MCU not being great. Um, and this man, Dylan Machamba, replied, same people will be hyped once the next few phases start and they're significantly better. Now, obviously, he's assuming that the next phases will be better. And I just replied, um, quantity, not quality. That's the Disney way. But... In that same comment, so thank you, Dylan, for your comment. We appreciate you. Yeah. You have you have Dylan, if you're by any chance listening to this, you are a valued listener. I would like to point out that you have admitted in that comment that they're not great anymore. Because you've said significantly better, that implies that there is a lot of room for improvement. Oh. 
Yeah, you're right there. You know what? I haven't noticed that before. So, congrats, Dylan. Love congrats. you. But you played yourself. We do. He has, he has just played himself. Now, um, we've got another. We've got another one. This is one where I'm sort of having a bit of an argument. And but um, Jack has not replied yet. Have you, Jack? If you're listening, <laughs> um, you're getting bloody out of here. Um, so Jack replied and put, "It's a matter of opinion." I really enjoyed Doctor Strange, um, but he's put doctor as in if it's like a, a medical doctor, not D-O-C-T-O-R, as it's usually spelled. Just pointing that out. Thanks for the comment, though. Um, so I just put... Um, that, I that's near picking that one. <laughs> just, just picking up on that. I just put... Um, don't, I don't disagree. It is opinion. Comparatively with other films, though, the MCU ones aren't great, which I think is a fair comment to put. Yeah, I think it is, and as well, there are, there are. I mean, some of the early MCU films are really good. They um, are. Iron Man's brilliant. But it's it's the recent ones is what we're saying, like sort of post Endgame. Oh, bad. I mean, some it's of the ones kind of pre Endgame are bad, but I mean, I didn't like the original Black Panther, but you know. Okay. okay I didn't think it was great. Interesting. I I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, that last fifteen minutes where it's just two CGI men bouncing off each other is awful. It is very clearly unfinished. Yeah, that bit's a little bit... Yeah. It's yeah. a bit wonky. Yeah, it's a bit wonky. Um, uh, two Stellas, please, mate. Why? Um, <laughs> now, Jack actually responded back to me. Um, so he put, I don't know. I'm going to do a voice. I'm just going to try and act this out. I don't know. Winter Soldier is a fantastic espionage thriller. Guardians of the, of the Galaxy is a great sci-fi comedy. MCU on the whole are bangers. To which I replied, and I think this is also fair, great couple of films, especially Galaxy. At the end of the day, they're kids' films made to sell toys and merch. Thumbs up. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, and that's where we got to, and he hasn't responded. Jack, hit us up if you, um, if you want to talk more about... Um, Marvel. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but then again, I'm a kid who likes to buy toys. So exactly. Honestly, I, I've been to your house, and it's like um, if Willy Wonka liked toys, that'd be what it's like. There's actually no toys at all. Is there? I've got a bit of no Legos. toys at all. There's actually no toys <laughs> at all. I have it's, Legos. It's like, <laughs> it is honestly. It's like the rev- what, like a reverse toy shop. You know. Um, it's like an evil Santa. He instead of giving toys, he takes them away, and he's taken all of yours. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have words this Christmas. You can have words with Santa. Santa's gonna have, have some words. of these stern words. Preferably also have some toys, but words might have to do. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Um, I don't even know what I was about to say. I said, "Um, breathed in," and the breath for some reason took away all of my thoughts from my brain. That's what I was gonna say. Um. I didn't go and see Black Panther. Um, I don't think we're going to go and see it. No, too busy playing Ragnarok. Um, too busy playing Ragnarok, that is correct. And on the subject of Ragnarok, uh, Jamie, you need to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's going to be hard for you, but we're, gonna, we, we're obviously going to talk about it a bit. And uh, I know it's going to be hard for you to talk about it without any story-related spoilers, because I'm sure there are some huge story moments, but... <laughs> Yeah. How how does how does it rate in terms of like the the gameplay first of all? Does it feel smooth? Is is there developments on the last game? Um, yeah. So basically, you start the game with every single move that you had fully upgraded before. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Quite yeah, classic. We, and then it, you, something happens and it resets. I guess. 
No. <laughs> you, oh, right. you, just keep, you keep them. You've got everything. Oh, brilliant. Um, That's good. You, um, you get everything. But there's sort of like new additions, um, which you don't really sort of need to know, really. Um, they just sort of happen as you're fighting, which is really good. Now, there's a few new things. So Atreus has got um, a new type of arrow, which is sort of like a sound shockwave arrow. And he's a, and you can play as him now, can't you? You can play as him. I wasn't sure if I was going to mention that, because I didn't know if that was something that you wanted to know no, about. I think it's been widely know. reported. I think it's been uh, like yeah. widely reported that you can... I mean, it's not really a story. But avoid, there might be... So, for anyone listening who's really bothered, we're probably going to mention, I imagine, some sort of gameplay spoilers, but story yeah. moments. We'll, we'll avoid those, can't we? Spo- yeah, I mean... If there's anything that you already know, feel free to say it, apart from... I, I don't, other than what we discussed, which everyone knew, is that you fight Thor. I don't know how ah, that goes down. I'll tell you I'll tell you about that. I won't spoil it, but I'll tell you about it, um, how it's so good. <laughs> um, now, it, it's um, the game's just brilliant. So, like I said, Atreus has got new arrows and stuff like that. So, it, the arrow that he's got is um, it's a sound shockwave arrow, and it's used to destroy... Um, a type of metal called soundstone, which is, um, I think, made by the dwarves. And you basically use it as you usually would. You'd aim with Kratos, and then you press, um, what's it called? Square. And it explodes, and it sort of does this little shockwave, and it all implodes on itself. And it, it's basically to make new puzzles and stuff like that. Um, you get the Blades of Chaos immediately, like straight away, which is great. There's Amazing. a feature, which I didn't know about until today, and I played it for an hour earlier on, and I turned it on. I didn't know this. It's a feature in the settings, and if you don't know this, this is the top tip. Instead of walking around pressing circle on all the health pickups and the Rage of Sparta pickups and everything, and all this, um, the um, money pickups, you can just set it in your settings to auto pick up. Oh, and that so, sounds awfully convenient. Yeah. So if you've lost some health and you walk over a health pickup, he'll just automatically pick it up. That's yeah, that's awfully convenient because I suppose it's sometimes great. you just miss things; they're hard to see or don't pop up. Yeah, exactly. So he just goes into the animation, pops it, and you get it back. It's great. You um, you know what? I, f- I think I've played it for about f- I've only played it for about fifteen hours. I know it's been out for a week, and that's not a lot, but. There's lots of side stuff. Um, there's lots of side stuff. So I've finished most of the stuff, I'm pretty sure, in Svartalheim, the realm of the dwarves. Now, Svartalheim is... Um, it's not a spoiler. It's just... Because you, obviously you know you go there because you go to all nine realms. Um, yes. Svartalheim's the first one you go to. So you start in... Um, what's the main one called? Uh, Midgard. Midgard. You start in Midgard. It's all snowy. You've got your wolves. You're on this little sledge thing. Um, and then events transpire. And you go in search of some magical thing. And you end up having to go to Svartalheim. And all the elves, not all the elves, all the dwarves are terrified of you. Because, <laughs> um, because Odin is basically got power over all the dwarves basically so you don't really see many dwarves you see a few but for the most part you find these big frog boys these big frog men um <laughs> and they are um some of them are awfully hard to kill there's some of them that stick to walls and fire this like poison spit at you and it's awfully hard to kill them i'm in a point now where i've you know the elf one vanaheim yes 
that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Anyway, the elf realm. So we've gone back there, and once again, not a story spoiler or anything. So do you remember last time in the previous game where you had to go and restore the light of Elfheim? That's Alfheim. That's it. Alfheim. Yes. Restore the light of Alfheim, and you had to go across the lake, you restored the light, and then you um, sort of went down into the light to restore it. Yes, I do remember So this time, you start from the other side, and you go in through the bottom, and you've got your work your way all the way up to the top. So it's sort of like the opposite way. Oh, no way. Yeah, so it's really good, and you've got to find ways of like climbing and stuff like that, and because of the Blades of Chaos, you can now grapple onto walls. Um, and that's what we like is good mechanics, good features, all of the above. It is. It's all the above and it's great. Uh, the fight with Thor um, comes way earlier than you think. <laughs> I was expecting it quite early on. It's And it's, you know, the the end of the first um, God of War where it's that sort of like the least reg ending where yes. Kratos and... Atreus are asleep and they go outside and he's like, what? He's like, who are you? And then it's like he puts the thing back and there's the the Mjolnir is there. That's that's a scene in the game. Right. So <laughs> you have done all this. Basically, you finish the prologue and you. this is just before you decide to go and try and find Svartalheim. And you go to sleep and then it starts to play out like the secret ending of God of War. And you go outside and it plays out exactly the same. But obviously it looks a lot better and there's the new model for Thor and everything. He's not as hooded. And honestly, it's very, very tense because they Thor doesn't fight straight away. He walks into the cabin and there's this very tense moment where Kratos and Thor are sitting at the table just staring at each other with Atreus in the middle of them. Because <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah, because like Thor wants to sort of like talk things out and stuff, but I mean, obviously, Kratos being Kratos, he doesn't care. He he, he actually just says no. <laughs> um, I think I've and, seen that. That's become a bit of a meme. Is just him turning around and going no. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sort of like um, he's like if you just decide to stay here. And don't mess about with any of the gods. Stop looking into Tia and everything like that. Then we'll leave you alone. Is that a deal? And then he just goes, nah. And then, (laughs) honestly, the fight is incredible. It's very reminiscent to the one with Balder at the beginning. It's very, very similar. Where um, Because I haven't fought him again. And I'm very... That's a bit of a spoiler. Well, I mean, I feel like... I mean, I feel like it's <laughs> the end. Uh, honestly, though, you it is fine. <laughs> it's, it, but I mean, why would you kill him straight away in the beginning of the game? That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, is he like the main villain? Do you reckon? I don't like know. Was in the last one. You don't know. I yet. don't know. There isn't. It, it's not really. I'm 15 hours in. It, it's not really supplanted a main villain. Right. Okay. Like Thor's in it. But I haven't seen him since, and that was like three hours in. So I've played like another 12 hours, and I've still not seen him. So I don't oh, we'll really... We'll have, have to see what happens. Yeah. Um... Now, obviously, you know, Tia's in the game. Because he's in the trailers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tia's great. He's a good... He's a nice little character. Um, very, I'm, obviously, I won't say, but it's very interesting how you find him. Um, he's... An interesting character, and all I'll say is he's not how you'd expect him to be. 
Right. Okay. Yeah, he's actually quite he's quite fun. He's a quite he's quite a fun character. Um, and I think the more the game develops, the the more he'll sort of become a very full rounded character. I'm very interested to see how it goes because if they end up doing another one, I feel like it'd be a nice character to maybe put into other games, which would be nice. Yeah, I I I I love the Norse mythology. I know that God of War is only loosely based on you know actual mythology, so certain characters in the games that would be related in certain ways in Norse mythology aren't so much in the game. But I'm excited to see their take on it and how they play with it. Yeah, it is good. Like on on his arm, he's got like loads of sort of faded tattoos that I've noticed in some of the cutscenes, and he's got like some um like Egyptian cranes and stuff on there. I don't know why. Well, but maybe I've it was just, him I, that we're going towards the Egyptian gods yeah, at some point. Yeah, I'd love to have just like a little mix-up of everything. Um, now, what we touched on earlier is that you get to play as Atreus. Yes. And I didn't know this until it happened, so I was very excited. Now, I think in the 15 hours that I've played, I think there's about an hour's worth in there that I played as him. It's it's not You can't just change willy-nilly and play as who you want. It is a story-focused element of right, the story. Okay. And it's um it's great when i was playing it because they've developed a whole new combat system purely for atreus and when i started playing it i just immediately thought obviously i don't know how it ends yet but i thought if at the end of this for whatever reason kratos dies or something i would they could carry on I would happily play a full game playing Zatreus with that move set he's got. Maybe bulk him up a bit because that's part of the fun of God of well, War. Well, saying that, because he's so nimble and because it's such a different play style, you don't miss the bulkiness. It's Does it not sort become of a like, bit more Assassin's Creedy though at that stage? No, because you've still got the bow, which you can do melee attacks with and really bash people. But then also you can act, you use the bow. So you've got the electric charge attack, you've got the sound thing attack, and then you've got regular arrows as well. And with the regular arrows, if you perform headshots, it properly stuns the enemies. Amazing. And it's good when you, you have little, just little things like that. It just, you just appreciate it slipping its way. You do. And the executions as well for Atreus are brilliant. They're like so fluid he's like doing like backflips over people and like firing arrows into the tops of the heads and everything it's great um one thing that i found really funny is like the first time you sort of like out in the wild as atreus the first thing you see is a chest and obviously with kratos he runs up to it and he looks at it and he punches the top in doesn't he on them little wooden chests yeah now because you're playing as atreus you walk up to it and you press square assuming him to do the same and it's very very funny he walks up to it and punches the top and his knuckles just sort of like bounce off the top and he's like, ow! <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> I really think I've good. seen that, to be honest. <laughs> it's really good. And he's, so he um, he gets the bow and it like sort of glows and he like, hits it three times and it smashes. So it's good, honestly. Um, anyone who's listening, you need to get God of War because it's absolutely bloody brilliant. God of War Ragnarok. Um, the visuals are fantastic. The story's amazing. I've only been to still Alfheim, Svartalheim. What's the main one? I keep Midgard. Midgard. God damn it. Midgard. And um, Nilfheim as well. 
But Nilfheim, um, I know you can go to all nine. I don't know what the rest are like. Nilfheim is basically these two little areas, this little training area. And, you know, in the previous one where you could kill the big um, Odin green ravens? Yes. So every single one that you kill goes to Nilfheim now. Oh, right. You can so go you can go to go this see big... them there. Yeah, but once you've got a certain amount of them, you can open a chest. And I'm assuming each chest has some form of incredible armor in. So every single time I see one, I'm trying to hit it out of the air, my axe. And then, yeah, you check the trophies to see whether it's in there to get them all. I don't... I, I, you know what? This is one game where I haven't checked any of the trophies because I don't want to. I don't want to see any spoilers. I just want to play it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I just want to play so, it and not see anything. So on the whole, recommendation for the game from you, is it a solid one? Get it, play it, love it, enjoy it's, it, stroke it? Yeah, honestly. it's um, And also, this may sound weird, but... Does anybody, um, do you as well, do you open up a new game when you get a disc version and smell? I don't put my nose to it. I do. But when I open it, I usually have it quite close to my face and I can get the smell and I love the smell of a new case. I get. I like taking the plastic wrap off yes. when you get a disc. When you have it in the wrap and you, you peel that little strip off and you pull it, oh, yeah. It's amazing. I think God of War Ragnarok is probably the second best smelling game case <laughs> I've ever smelled. Second best, not first best. What was first? Elden Ring. Not even kidding. Oh. I opened that and my brain melted out of my nose. It was incredible. I, I still hate that game. Honestly? <laughs> I tried so hard to love it. I just couldn't. Really? But it's one of those you games that it? you have to... I don't know if I hate it. I just don't think it was for me. What... what... I don't mind a bit of a challenge on games, but that was difficult. And I know the whole point of the Soulsborne games is that you play them and you play them and you play them and you work out the movement patterns and you get things precision perfect. Yeah, it's a rhythm game at the end of the day. And I just don't have the patience. I really don't. And I'm not saying that makes it a bad game. I'm just saying for me, I like a game that I can pick up and not get angry at. (laughs) <laughs> I got angry at that uh, game. That's sort of the MO of a Souls game, isn't it? Get angry. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I put myself through the pain of completing Modern Warfare Two on Veteran, uh, which wasn't too hard at times, but other times it was a bit like throwing my controller out the window. Um, but still not as hard as Elden Ring. Hard <laughs> not. If there was a difficulty slider in Elden Ring, and you could play it on it, I know that defeats the entire point. Yeah. But it got the thing for me is it was the. Can't remember the bo- the name of the boss fight I got up to, what she was called, but it was the Moon Lady. Oh, Renala. That one, yeah. So Is that where you managed got up to... to? That was where I got up to. Right. Probably not <laughs> that far, but I, I... No. The thing is, as well, I'd do it, and I thought, I've done really well, I've got to her, I've, I've, I've beat the big red dog thing that you have to fight beforehand, thinking yes. that was the boss of the area, and then I get to that Renala, and I'm like, oh, this is difficult. I managed to do what I think is beating her, and then it's just the first phase. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, it... And then it, it takes me like half an hour from when I spawn in to get to the first phase, and then I get one hit, and I'm like, I've got to play for another half hour going up this stupid path with these boulders flying at me. Then dodge those weird guys with the, the masks on, and then I've got to go into there, watch a cutscene again um, of some weird girl feasting on someone's but I don't know what was happening I've got to then dodge all these weird books again and 
do this thing. And I finally found a way to make it enjoyable or manageable for me, which is when they had the is it the the Horfrost stomp or something it was called. Oh was yeah, OP. and then they then they nerfed it. And then they nerfed it. And I was like, I found finally found something that made the game because I like playing games just for the story and seeing what the boss fights are like and seeing all the characters. I don't like them to be difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, pause. but I'll pose this question to you, Jamie. Can you imagine if if you'd have stuck with it? And can you imagine how amazing you would have felt beating Renala after all them hours, and finally you beat her? How amazing would that feel? I would, I would have done, but it's the same way that to make a lot of money, I've got to work hard, and it would be nice to have all that money. But working hard is not nice. I say no, that I work not. every day, and I work hard at my job. <laughs> but I think for me, it's. Anything else in? I feel like yes, it would feel good, but I don't feel like the effort is worth it. In the long run, I didn't feel as though it was a worthy trade-off. Right? Yeah, I could play this for thirty hours to beat this boss. So the effort in in, in, the in that time, I could play so many other games and do so many other things, and I didn't feel like the effort was worth just being one boss, even though it would have been very satisfying. Right? Because I know you booted up um, Demon Souls for a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, and then I got lost. Where I was, <laughs> what, what, what and then I just couldn't find my way round. Um, I got a bit trapped somewhere, and I just thought, Do you know what? It, it's Soulsborne game again. You sound like no. an old lady at Alton Towers. Yeah, I got I got stuck in the Forbidden Forest, whatever it's called. I don't know, I've never been to Alton Towers, but I know they have different <laughs> different realms there, um, <laughs> different areas. So <laughs> yeah, essentially, when I play the Souls games, any from software game, I am an old lady lost at Alton Towers. Well, maybe. When the next one comes out, you probably should just get it again and see see how you go with the next one, whatever the next one is. It might be. Um, I'm fi- I'm hoping it's going to be. Uh, everyone always hopes this. That it's going to be Bloodborne too. That's awesome. I'll leave those ones to you. I've 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 tried them. I put quite a bit of time into Elden Ring. I went back and did beat like Leonin Misbegotten. Do you remember the wolf? Ah, thing, which I. Just... I... Yes, I could not fight that at first. That. It was like one hitting me, and you were like, "That's an easy boss." And then I went back a few weeks later, and I did that boss fight in like two attempts. Oh, nice. Um, so, in the end, I got there, and I was getting better. But I thought, "Oh, I'm finally getting the hang of this." And then I had a boss fight, and to be fair, I only attempted it about three times. But I just thought this is taking so long. I don't have the the energy to do this anymore. Yeah, I mean, I remember. Um... If you've not listened before, I do often shout out Ryan. <laughs> um, I remember Ryan getting stuck on Renala as well. I think it's one of those things that it's quite easy to die on, and it takes long to get into the bot, like into the, fir- like the, the, the first phase. Is, yeah, the first phase is easy as well. It's, it's just a bit time consuming. Where you have to like run around in the library and yeah, exactly books and the they're all praying or whatever, and that bit's easy. Um, but it takes it takes a good ten minutes. Just that first phase from memory. Yeah, which um, is a bit annoying because you've got to sort of like track which ones are firing lasers at you, and then you kill that one to actually finally break that big egg that she's flying in. If nobody knows, if nobody's played this, then you're going to think it was being complete nonsense. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like was it Godric the one that was like General Grievous of all the arms, or was it Godfrey? I can't remember. Um, I think it was Godric. It was Godric the Golden, I think his name was, something like that. The one that, that yeah. he like had a dragon on his arm. And yes, him, like... yeah. So 
it's not like one of those or or the one I think it was Godfrey was the first one when you go through the gate as well where you die and you spawn right next to it and you can go back in and you can start again straight away. Oh, um, Margaret. Margaret. Yeah, it was Margaret yeah. the Fell Omen. But That's I the first I kept one. Call, I and kept then you get Godric, Margaret. I think his name is. Yes. Yeah, so it wasn't like that where you can just keep jumping. You spawn outside the yellow mist and you jump straight back in. It was... Right, okay, I've spawned a bit further out. I've got to get back to that place now. Got to go in. I've got to do this boring first phase, and then I can. So you don't even get to build up that like it, when you're doing it over and over and over. You start to work it out. You get a little bit further each time, but you kind of lose that momentum. I felt. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, do you remember me beating him, the um, dragon arm guy, Godfrey, on the first, first try, time, but... wasn't it? Because yeah, I was watching you your screen. Yeah, yeah, and I don't um, know how I did it. <laughs> by the time I got to him, I actually did him. I think second, second oh, attempt. Nice. I'd watch you do it. Um, Godfrey's so I, thought, I, I tried it once and I got pelted and I went, nope, not playing. Turned it off for a week, watched you do it and went back on and did it. Um, and it was hard, but I made use of the person that you can summon um, ah, and yes. the I other summons that, that you use as well. So started to get the hang of it, but yeah, uh, Elden Rings, uh, all in all, it was fun while I played it, but I just did not have the patience to, to put into it to get good. Oh well, I mean that's that. There's nothing wrong with that. Is there any games that are coming out that you're excited about though? Uh, well, funny you mentioned that. We get season one of Call of Duty Modern Warfare two tomorrow. Oh, you sent like me a broken photo record. of that, didn't you? Um, so there's a lot coming out. There's new maps, new game modes, new operators. It's the World Cup starting in 15 days. Oh, so, yeah. so uh, is it? Um, is is there, it is no, there it's five days. It's this Sunday, not 15. I know. Um, there no, there's a... not. There's not a map. On map. I was about to say, is there a map of um, a football stadium with there are... slave labourers? <laughs> Maybe in the Warzone map. Maybe there in are the three, map. three new operators, Lionel Messi, Neymar, and I believe Pogba, Paul Pogba. What, are they actually the three... in the game? They're making operators. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. And I think, what's his name? Is it Barry Sloan, I want to say his name is, who voices Captain Price. They interviewed him, and he, I, I'm not going to do his accent, but he's got quite a thick Scouse accent. And he was like, you know, we, we make this really serious, gritty, real game. And then they just go and stick like Godzilla and King Kong fighting each other with guns. And then you get footballers running about the place. And it just makes you wonder what you're doing it for. Has <laughs> um, he got like a proper Scouse accent? It's not like... Yeah, that's probably a little bit little so bit it's, offensive. It's, but so it's, not, it's, it's just... Not he, like, hey, he sounds a bit like... Godzilla doing in my game? <laughs> it's not like sounds that. a bit like Stephen Graham, but maybe a bit sort of oh, like does deeper. It? A bit deeper, maybe. I love Stephen um, Graham. It's, Great it's quite actor. A, I say I say a thick Scouse accent. It's it's quite subtle. Um, this is where I find out he's not even Scouse. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it says that like he's South African. But we're getting a, we're getting a um, shoot house from the original Modern Warfare. What did I say? The original the, the original Modern Warfare 2019. The, the reboot. Oh right, okay. Uh, and then Shipment, which was in the original Modern Warfare, and has been. I think this is its seventh, either its seventh or its ninth appearance in a Call of Duty game. I want to say seven. Um, that's coming mid season. Seventh Bloody appearance hell. in the Call of Duty game. I'm sure it's seven. If it's not seven, it's nine. But I'm leaning more towards seven. Now this um, is um this is a really bad thing to for me to admit, but um I never actually played the original Modern Warfare. Oh, because oh well, you're f- missing out. I know I'm missing out. I played the campaign when they remastered it. Um, yeah, but what campaign. It's great campaign. But my very first <laughs> Call of Duty because I was late getting a PS3, which is why. Um, my very first Call of Duty was Black Ops. Oh, that is quite late. 
Yeah, so I, I started know. on Call of Duty Four because we got we got a PS3, me and my brother, for Christmas the year it came out, and that was one of the games that we got our parents ah, when right. we were like eleven and thirteen. Got us a uh, well, it was only rated sixteen then, so it wasn't too bad. Um, but it's now it's an eighteen. 18. Now. But it was yeah, it's an it's been an eighteen, so it was sixteen when it was Call of Duty Four. Then World at War was a fifteen. And then they've all been 18 since, I believe. World of War was a 15? It was a 15. I'm pretty what? sure. I I, you might, I might need to be fact-checked on that, but I'm sure World at War, even though it had Nazi zombies, was a 15. And also, like, stuff to do with, like, burning people alive and stuff, if I remember correctly. Let me have a look. Um, I'm going to search World at War. World at War. Um, was rated, yes, on the PS3, rated a 15, which is weird, because ESRB, is that ours, ESRB? Yeah. Peggy? Was Peggy, Peggy 15, Peggy 16, Peggy. Maybe it is ESRB. It is Peggy. But it's like got a 15 as if it's like a movie rating. Yeah, like a 15. Uh, but, you know, and Modern Warfare 2 weird. had 18 as a movie rating, I believe. Ah, right, Oh, sorry, but on PC it's rated an 18 plus. There we go. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but um, yeah, it was sorry. Yeah, 18 was like a red square on Modern Warfare 2 originally on PS3. Um, with 18 in it, and then it was rated M for mature. Hopefully. Yeah, I rated M for mature. So anyway, the footballers are in Warzone. Yeah, they're coming. Um, and, and Warzone is released tomorrow. Warzone comes out tomorrow. Uh, oh, like new map. Warzone, Warzone two. It's a complete <gasps> reboot of Warzone Ooh, new map. There's the going to be a couple of maps supposedly. Like, I don't know if there's two at launch, and then one coming a bit later. Uh, there's a new game mode called DMZ, which is like an extraction kind of mode, which looks quite interesting. I don't know the full details of that. I think the gist is you're on a map and it's part PvP, part PVE. Oh, you've got some bots, you've got some real people, um, and you can keep killing people and doing challenges and tasks, like objectives, right. to get XP, and then you can either kind of gamble and see how many you can do, or you can decide to extract and just say, right, we'll take this away. Um, so so that that's a new mode that's coming out. Um, yeah, I've not, I, Warzone's got quite a few new features, like there's going to be proximity chat, which people are quite looking forward to. I don't know how that'll work when you're oh, in an actual party, though, because the party chat sometimes overrides the game chat. Um, and there's a new feature where you can interrogate people when you've downed them, so I I don't think it actually allows you to like shout at them and things, but <laughs> I think you just amazing. hold... I, I don't know if it's a perk or what, but you can hold square on them or whatever button it is on console or PC. Um, and it basically, you hold like a little phone near their mouth, and then it shows their teammates on the mini-map. That's really cool. Yeah, and then we've got a few new weapons coming in. There'll be the battle pass. The battle pass, rather than it just being a hundred tiers and you just go one, two, three, four, so on, it's like twenty lots of five or something. And there's like specific challenges for each one. I'm not I'm, again. Right. I'm not entirely sure how it works. So I'll be able to give more information on that next week once I've got my hands on it and had a had a proper look into it. Because there's a lot of stuff you can read, but um. But they're kind of bringing back the old... The ranks are coming out. We're getting more ranks than just level 55. Because I've been stuck at level 55 since like a day after release. Because I'm mad <laughs> like that. I got there quick. Um, so you know how I said the way they do it is... You can get to like level 1000 each season. But you get a prestige each 50 levels. And then it resets yeah. you back to level 55 at the end of the season. Yeah. But then you get more... You can get more prestiges up to 1000. So they're still doing the... Um, only like four prestiges a season, so the only prestiges you can get there's four of them. 
but you can't go to a thousand. I think it says you can go to level two hundred and fifty, and that'll be like fourth prestige. Um, right. And then you stop there. But then at the next season, they'll release more levels and more prestiges. So it's essentially the old prestige system, except you don't reset from fifty-five to one each prestige. You just rank continues going up. Um, but you have to wait, like you know, a couple of months between to get another four prestiges unlocked. Right. Okay. Which for the average player is probably plenty of time. For me, I'll probably get through it quite quick because I'm playing it a lot at the moment, really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, but the camera grind's I mean, still great. good. There's cool. levels coming in, there's Warzone coming in, and Shipment is making a return midway through the season. So I'm not really playing any other new games. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, there's a bit more information coming out about that each day. Little Wasn't there a live stream the other day or something? Yes, I believe so. I don't know the full details, but we're getting little dribs and drabs of that, uh, which looks to be quite good. But that that is it from me on the, the game front, really. Lovely. The only thing that I'm interested in at the moment, obviously, God of War, but... I did mention it in some of the previous podcasts. Um, it comes out in seven days a week today, in fact. It's Evil West. Yes, I saw that advertised and you've spoken about it. A bit. Which was delayed from September to now. And obviously, even if I do buy it, which when I get paid on the 26th, I will be ordering it immediately for PS5. And it's only about 40 quid on PS5, which is great. Um I will will not be playing it until I finish God of War. God of War is 100% priority, but anything to do with cowboys fighting zombies and vampires, I'm there. Yeah, I, I like the idea of that, so maybe I'll venture into it. There's a lot of things I want to play, um, so we'll have to, we'll have to see how it goes finance-wise and what we can afford and what we can get into. Yeah, because um, there's somewhat yeah. like I want to get a Plague Tale Requiem, but it's financially I don't think I'm gonna be able to afford that. Like I haven't I haven't bought a brand new game for so long until God of War came out. I don't even remember the last time I bought a brand new game. You know what? The last brand new game I probably bought was Lego Star Wars. Oh, like, I don't remember. God of War, yeah. Don't remember. Um, yeah, I got Lego Star Wars. And then Modern Warfare 2, and I don't think I've really bought a game on release since. Yeah, yeah, and I got I got Formula One. I'll tell you that. Ah, you did. And I got and and Gran Turismo. I think was actually before Lego Star. So maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a been a quiet year for games. There's been literally nothing to play most of the year. And now we had we had a couple of drops, sort of February, March, April, May, like around that time. Then we had the essentially from about April, May time. Up until now, there's been nothing, and now everything, everything everywhere all at once. Wow! Everything uh, everywhere all at once. See what I did there. I did see what you did there. Oh, did you watch it on the plane? No, I was going to watch it on the way back, but then <sighs> I was, yeah, a bit preoccupied on the way back. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I didn't get around to it, and also I really wanted to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2, so that yeah. what, was the priority. That what? was a great film. What did you end up watching on the plane? So uh, we're talking about Jamie's plane ride to New York, <laughs> by the way. So. so On the way there, I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. <gasps> did you like it? Loved it. It's great, um, isn't it? Love really it. Really good. I also watched Sing 2. <gasps> we loved that. Absolutely loved also Sing 2. Also really Sing enjoyed. phenomenal. And then I played a lot of Solitaire. I, did, I, had, a, I had a little nap partway through as well, through, Ooh, through nice. that uh, flight. And on the way back, I watched... I think the Hedgehog Two, great film also. Um, I don't know if I watched anything else because it was only about a five-hour flight. 
I think I watched that, and oh no, I watched Jackass Four. I've not watched that. Rachel wants to see that, and I didn't see it though. I didn't. I think I was doing something. Yeah, so. we had but a yeah, really short flight back. It was it was only about five hours coming back because oh, we had a really because of the hurricane that was in Florida at the time. Ah, we had a really strong tailwind yeah. being blown, so we had a, like a, it said on the ticket seven hours twenty for the journey, and it was like what? five hours five hours thirty in the end. Two or something. hours cut off. We saved it. We saved about two hours on that flight. Yeah, it was about five and a bit hours. That's and obviously, amazing. I don't. I I always take about an hour off the flight time for the takeoff and the landing because that just goes really like the takeoff. You, you know, oh, cool, forty minutes. By the time you're up in the air and you've set, like, oh, 30, 40 minutes has gone. And then as soon as you come into land, that last hour to half hour tends to go really quick because you're just kind yeah. of like your brain then switches into, oh, what's happening with the plane? Where's it going? Oh, getting lower. And I start watching everything and getting excited. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember the last. I think the last time I went on a plane was when I went to Belfast, and that was quite a while ago. Yeah, they're um, like twenty eighteen, I think. Not my favourite method of travelling. I get a little bit anxious sometimes, but I had a rough flight back, and I was fine. So I don't know why I get nervous. Um, yeah, I just, I, just I, turbulence I just find it a bit... unsettles me a bit. Yeah, my dad gets incredibly nervous on a plane, like really really nervous i remember i went to greece with him for a week and when we we're flying there i was like oh my god i was like are you okay i thought he was like, i'm gonna pass him for a panic attack i was like yeah, you, you can set some people off yeah i, I, I didn't I, just, I didn't realize it he didn't forewarn me before getting on the plane that he did suffer from travel flight travel flight travel fright more like Bloody hell! I can't speak anymore. Um, I think it. I think because my voice. Is We've going, had a conversation, to, haven't we? It's, it's time to bloody wrap things up. I'm knackered. Um, music's playing. Um, thank you very much for joining us once again. Remember, you can find us on the two social medias. Actually, three. Um, YouTube, the TikTok, and obviously the Instagram. Um, the old Instagram. The old Instagram there, and you can get us anywhere. You get your podcast, so that is Spotify, Apple Music, and all that good stuff. Hope you have a wonderful week and come back to the Babblers Guild next Monday. Goodbye. See ya later. Goodbye. <laughs>